0: Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who creates us, redeems us, and calls us by name. Amen.
1: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
2: And also with you.
1: The Lord be with you.
2: And also with you.
1: Let us pray. Lord God, you showed your glory and led many to faith by the works of your Son as he brought gladness and healing to his people. Grant us these same gifts and lead us also to perfect faith in him. Jesus Christ, our Lord.
2: Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. I bet, having sitting here, you can guess that I'm going to talk about gifts today. <laughs> I'm not talking about presents that we get on Christmas or our birthdays, but the gifts given to us by God. Now the reading from 1 Corinthians that I just finished reading, they really talk about how varied those gifts are and how important it is that those gifts are varied. Now, what are gifts? They really could be anything. My gift is singing. I do know that. Others might be really good at doing the readings much better than I am. (laughs) That may not be my gift. I'll still do it, but it's not my gift. (laughs) Others might be better at showing compassion to people Um, others in our church, we are very lucky to have people who are gifted, uh, with tech and technology, the ability to put all of this out on the radio and online, also not my gift. The point is that all of our gifts are so different and so individual to us, but that they all come from the same place for the same general purpose. These gifts are gifts from God that we use to help those around us in the best way that we can. And so this week, as you're going through the week and as you're hearing this on the radio, I really want you to think, what is my gift? What maybe didn't I realize was a gift from God that I can use to show others God's love? I want you to think about that this week. So let us pray. Dear God, thank you for the gifts you have given us. Help us use these gifts to
0: help others in your name. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to John, the second chapter.
2: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples also had been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord.
2: Praise to you, O Christ.
0: You may be seated. John talks about signs, signs, miracles, we talk about them in the other Gospels. But in John, they're talked about as signs that point to Jesus' gifts, to Jesus' chosenness, to Jesus' role, and Jesus at first says, "It's not time. It's not time for me to start showing my signs." And this comment here, uh, "Woman, what concern of that is? To, what concern is that to you and to me?" is actually pretty harsh. Um, you know, what does that have to do with us? Not my problem. I got a retirement t-shirt for my brother that, you know, says, retired, not my problem anymore. And so Jesus is essentially saying, you know, how, how is that our concern? And why are you, why are you bothering me with this? Um, which, is, which is not generally how we think of Jesus talking to his mother. But that is the response. And notice that what she says, she doesn't say, do it. She doesn't say what Jesus should do. She says to the servants, do whatever he says. So that her model and her faith is not to tell Jesus what to do and when to do it, but to have confidence that whatever he directs, is going to be to the benefit of the community there. So I just want you to notice that. I also want you to notice this, sorry. Um, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. And we do this too. I was thinking about how uh, a company that we used to use in Silicon Valley, to clean our uh, to clean our home, used to switch out maids every I don't know three or four months because the first time a crew came, they did an amazing job, and I mean an amazing job and kind of clean places that I wish I hadn't seen, um, you know those under the couch. Anyway. And it's not that they intentionally became less thorough week after week, but that is the nature of our, when something becomes habitual, as we start to take shortcuts, we get a little casual, we, in some ways, we think of it as being more efficient, but And I'm not saying everybody does this in their work because a lot of people's skills build. But in terms of quality, usually our best effort, our most attentive effort is given at the beginning. And when we're, I also think about, so anyway, this company would just swap them out every now and then because it was natural. Uh, And then I thought, think about how uh, my kids used to order the all-you-can-eat shrimp at, uh, or, or crab's legs or whatever at uh, Red Lobster, and your first plate is the really nice shrimp and, or crab's leg, crab legs, and they're plentiful, and then when you start to, to get, say, can I have some more, can I have some more, they become fewer and fewer and not as nice of ones. Have you had this experience? People say yes, so I feel affirmed. okay, thank you. It's natural, same thing Jesus says. It's natural for us to do it. In our lives, and in this revelation, this sign that Jesus performs at the wedding, it's really significant that it's wine that's being provided, taking water into wine. What is the wine of our worship and our experience and encounter with God's grace? Thank you. Christ's blood, communion. The wine of communion. So the wine here is pointing to Jesus The wine is Jesus, and we know, we know, that that's the best. That's the best you can get. It's the fullness of God's salvation. What I want to point out, though, is that most of us, in our everyday practice, unlike when somebody comes to clean your house and does the best job in the beginning, or you get your best shrimp or crabs legs or whatever at the beginning. Most of us will turn to, even even no matter how faithful we are, turn to every other possible way to solve our problems before we go to Jesus. We're going to try to work harder. We're going to try to get help from friends. We're going to try to do more research, learn better, exercise, make a commitment. You name it. And then... One of my favorite lines is, if all else fails, pray. And, and I, I know you do it, too, where you kind of go, oh, you know, essentially, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to pray Think about how backwards that is for us to, to try to, to know salvation is in Jesus, to know that all the gifts, as Amanda talked about, all our gifts are from God. And God gives us gifts as we need them, not just as individuals, but to a community. We have different gifts, but God provides those gifts in a community as the community is called to use them. So we know these things, and yet we try over and over and over again to do it on our own. We try to be best people on our own. We try to not bother other people on our own. We try to not be a burden and take anything from anybody that we don't pay back on our own. That's the crappy wine. Okay, he doesn't call it that here. Let's call it the inferior wine. That's the inferior wine. That's the wine that was provided first because it wasn't the wine of Christ's blood. So here Jesus, even even after telling his mom, why are you bothering me with this? He goes ahead and performs this sign to say, this is what quality is. I'm beginning to show you what quality is, what the best is. And much like his mother does, We don't have to tell God what to do. When we pray, we don't have to tell God what to do. That's also a habit that a lot of us have. Let me pray, God, please do it this way. You know what? God's smarter than we are. God knows what we need before we ask. And... I don't actually think that's news to anybody. I think everybody knows that, but there's a difference between knowing it and living it. You know, faith faith isn't action. It's living like we believe God's promises are true. It's living in that trust that Mary demonstrates here by saying, "Do whatever he says. Whatever he says will be the right thing to do. This first sign in John calls us to let go of our need to be independent, which we all start to develop at, what, 18 months? Is that when we start to, you know, I can do it! I can do it! And then we spend the rest of our lives doing that and being resentful when we have to take help. Or being embarrassed that we have to take help, or whatever. And here we're being shown, now that's that's Christ's first sign. Let me offer to you the best of the best, and let me offer it to you in abundance. I mean, there's a reason we fill up the font, and we fill up the chalice, because it's so abundant. The call is just for us to let go, of our own agendas. Agenda? Agenda? No, agenda is the plural. Okay. Anyway, agendas. Regardless, let Jesus do it. Let Jesus do it. In God's time, let God provide the gifts to us that God knows we need. Not the gifts that we think we need. The rest of the scripture is all about this abundant banquet. And this abundant love of God. Let yourself receive it. So I'm repeating it over and over here. Just because I think we're all going to need to be reminded of this. Over and over in our lives. But also... I want to point out that Jesus is partying, okay? Jesus goes to the wedding where they are having fun. Life in Jesus is having fun. We're invited to be joyful in it. Our calling is about what. Actually, I'm not actually sure which theologian said where the world's great need and our great joy meet. Some famous theologian said that. Come to the party and let Jesus provide the gifts and the fun. Because that's all what we're called to do. And his disciples believed in him. May you and I have a week of accepting that great gift. Please pray with me. Gracious God, you offer to us in abundance. Give us the openness to receive your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please rise as you are able, as we sing.
1: Please join me as we recite the Apostles Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. By your Spirit, activate within your church gifts of faith, healing, and prophecy. Unite those who profess your name across congregations, denominations, and geographic boundaries. Open our hearts to recognize and celebrate surprising miracles. God of grace, your creation reflects your generosity. Bless farmers, migrant farmers, orchard keepers, ranchers, and all who tend the abundance of the land. Protect food and water sources from, from destruction that all can eat and drink and be satisfied. God of grace, hear our prayer. By your spirit, grant wisdom, knowledge, and discernment to those who hold leadership positions at any level. Direct policymakers toward compassionate decisions that build up safe and just communities. Lead all authorities in seeking and serving the common good. God of grace, hear our prayer. As Jesus provided generously in a moment of need, provide generous gifts of healing for those in need this day. Provide abundantly for all who are hungry or thirsty, all seeking shelter, and all who seek peace. God of grace, hear our prayer. You see us who for who we are and you delight in us. Embrace those struggling with self-worth, wrestling with self-identity, or facing significant life transition. Remind us that nothing can separate us from your love. God of grace, hear our prayer. You come to us through those you call to positions of leadership. We pray for presiding bishop elizabeth Eaton, alaska synod bishop shelley wickstrom bishop tessit moon lyseth of our sister synod and the alaska southeast cluster pastor karen perkins and table of grace bethel grant wisdom to inform all ministries god of grace and for what else do the people of god pray
0: Safety for those who are displaced by uh, weather or other traumatic world events. Justice for those who still are discriminated against based on the color of their skin, their place of birth, or other tools that we use to keep them keep them down.
1: You bless us through the spiritual gifts of the saints who have gone before us. We give thanks for the life of Martin Luther King, Jr., and all who have modeled the way of courageous faith. God of grace, since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior.
0: Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which is helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC Food Pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer.
1: Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, sovereign of the universe. You offer us new beginnings and guide us on our journey. Lead us to your, to your table, nourish us with this heavenly food, and prepare us to carry your love to a hungry world. In the name of Christ, our light.
0: Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray.
1: The mission of of Resurrection Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service
3: to all people.
0: God, who leads you in pathways of righteousness, who rejoices over you, and who calls you by name, bless your going out and your coming in, today and forever. Amen.
1: into a weary world and share the good news.
0: Thanks Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.